Today's readings from Scripture are two familiar passages, and they appear together in the lectionary every three years on Fourth of July weekend. In his letter to the church in Rome, Paul, on behalf of all of us, speaks to the reality that we are unable, by our own will, to do what we know is right. He names the truth that sin is in the world, in us, in human endeavors, insidiously working even in our most well-intended actions. In the Gospel from Matthew, Jesus beckons us with his comfortable words, Come to me, all you who are bearing heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Today's text together frame the problem and offer the solution. The problem of our human condition and the salvation and healing available by yoking ourselves to Jesus. Yesterday was the 4th of July, a national holiday, the day we dedicate to celebrate democracy, that bold idea and ideal of our country. The Founding Fathers declared, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Many of us remember a time when the school day began by standing facing the flag, and reciting together the words, One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Equality, liberty, freedom, and equal opportunity to pursue a life of meaning and purpose for oneself and one's family. A country where the God-given dignity of every person is respected and honored. As a child, I believed the words of the pledge when I said them every morning and was proud to know the words of the Declaration of Independence by heart. But it turns out that these ideas, these founding ideals, were aspirational at best. And if we are honest and can face the truth of history, we see that they are tainted by the sin of slavery and pervasive racism. In his speech on July 5th, 1852, 76 years after the founding of the nation, Frederick Douglass said, The blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers, is shared by you, not by me. The sunlight that brought light and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. I hope that you will take the time to read his entire speech, which I linked in yesterday's window newsletter. The effects of the inequality Douglas named 168 years ago persist today. 
As citizens who believe in human dignity and who value the ideals of democracy, we must listen to the voices of those who are speaking out now about injustice, systemic racism, climate crises, brutality and murder by those who are sworn to protect hunger and homelessness in the wealthiest nation in the world. Voices of people who may not look like us. Voices of young people who are inheriting the world with these problems we have passed on. To actually respect someone else's dignity is to listen calmly, curiously, and to believe what they say. To listen and be open to having your perspective broadened, your mind or your heart changed. Too many news stories this week involve people shouting at each other, throwing things, pushing and shoving, even pulling out firearms. Certainly not listening. But remember our lesson from St. Paul this morning. While we know what is right, we do not do what we want, but we do the very thing we hate. Sin is real. Our brokenness is real. Our grief and frustration over the current virus and current events are real. Paul tells the truth when he says we have no power within ourselves to fix everything. He says, who will rescue me from this body of death? And then he rejoices along with us in the answer. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus is the one who rescues us from the body of death, from the reality of sin, from despair. In today's gospel, Jesus beckons us. Come to me, all you who are bearing heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. The invitation, my friends, is to turn toward Christ, bringing our broken selves, vulnerable as an infant, open to learning and truth and love. The solution to our struggles is to yoke ourselves to Christ. To be yoked is to share burdens equally, to stand next to another and realize that your life, your hope, is tied to another. No one of us can do anything alone. Our lives are not meaningful alone. So Jesus says to each one of us, Come over here. Come over here to me and let's do this together. And the this, the this he's talking about, the ministry of our lives, is to love as he loves. That's how we live, how we thrive, and how we participate in truth and hope. Our actions, our words, our prayers become no longer simply our human strivings, 
but rather participation in the great love and truth of God for all people. In the hymn, just after the sermon, we will sing, Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Consecrated means to be holy, to be blessed. So may we join with Jesus and with one another. May we be yoked in humility, eager to learn love anew. Eager to give our hearts, our hands, and our voices to lives of love and mercy. Loving our neighbors as ourselves as we work in and with Christ to heal this broken world.